Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. I'm excited to bring back a guest I've had on before who's just fabulous. And he's talking about something we all need to do, and that's called Thrive. My guest is Ross Rack. He's a consultant, speaker in the areas employee engagement, negotiation, and sales, and the author of many books, including his newest, Thriving, Inspirational Nuggets for Getting the Most Out of Life. And he'll talk about the obvious things we need to do, but we often forget. Ross has been featured at hundreds of meetings, conferences, and conventions throughout the world. And during his career at ASU, he was the only two-time recipient of the prestigious Teaching Excellence of Continuing Education Award and was identified by the university as an outstanding teacher. And he's dedicated his full-time efforts since 1985 to improving the way the world conducts business. Welcome, Ross. Oh, thank you. Glad to be here. Great. Great. All right. So let's talk about your book has some really fun titles. It's, it's a small book, but each page is packed with one of your insights. So this one I want you to talk about, the two wolves that are inside each of us, because I can feel that, and I think we all struggle it with our own self. So talk about how we deal with those. Well, you got the, you know, it's all the image of the devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other. And right. you, you got uh, the evil side is things like anger, jealousy, uh, regret, greed, et cetera. And on the good side, it's joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, kindness, and so forth. Mm-hmm. And the question is, these are the two wolves. One represents evil things. One re- represents good things. And the question is, which one wins? And the answer to the riddle there is the one that gets fed. And so the big question is, is if you want that good wolf to win, you have to make sure you feed that wolf every day. Because if you feed the evil wolf, they're gonna, he's, he or she's going to survive, which is going to turn you into an evil person that nobody wants to be around. All right. So, Ross, what do you say to people that are really struggling? You're going through a hard time, right? And let's say it's financial or it's a relationship loss. And that other voice uh, is very strong. But they're really trying to have the other voice, the positive voice, saying, look, keep going, mm-hmm. you're doing okay. How do you, uh, how do you not feed the, the other wolf when that voice is starting to get loud because you're scared? Well, what, what you have to do is you have to force yourself to get out. Realize you cannot solve this problem by yourself. It's only, you're, you're only going to let it get worse. But if you can just do a, a couple of things like get out, and take a walk on the sidewalk. Put a smile on your face and make it a point to say hello to the different people you come into contact with during that walk. Mm-hmm. You're going to find that you're being lifted out of your misery one increment at a time. And these people are actually helping you because every time you smile at that a person and they smile back, you make a connection which makes you feel better about what's going on in the world. And when, and when they... You say hi, and they say hi back. It makes you feel good because somebody knows who you are and, and uh, recognizes you and means you're a good person. And if that other voice is coming in, like, you're, you know, look what happened to you and how are you going to get out of this and how is this ever going to work, that's where you have to, like, turn that off, right, and go to the other voice. You have to turn it off, and you, you, can't, 
you have to get outside of where you're sitting and look at the rest of the world and, and give yourself a context for how you're yes. feeling because the world out there is pretty pretty wonderful, but if you ignore it or don't see it, you're only going to focus on your, your misery. Mm. Okay, there's a whole bunch of them in here. Right? Like, this one goes with that one that you just said. One thoughtful person can bring out the kindness that's in all of us. Yeah, that involved a situation with an interesting example where my uh, wife, wife went to Costco and uh, she went over to get one of those rotisserie chickens because we were in a hurry for dinner that night. And they were temporarily out, and the, and the person preparing those chickens uh, on the rotisserie said, come back in four minutes and they'll be done. Yeah. When she came back in four minutes, there was a big line of people, and it, it, it could be generated into a mob scene where it was every person for themselves. But the first person up in front of the line thanked the person uh, putting the chickens out, taking them off the rotisserie and putting them in the containers and putting them out so that people could grab them. And when that one person said thank you, everybody else fell into line, and they were thanking him. Oh. Finally, one person, but uh, a mother with a couple of children, cut in front of him in line. You ask her, you're, you're, you've got more in your hands than I do. But the whole scene became positive because that one person uh, mm-hmm. chose to be kind, and it brought out the kindness in everybody else. Yeah, it was pretty exciting. And it- it is. It is. And it goes along with, as you say, being nice will take you where you want to go and keep you there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. And that's another thing. You know, everybody likes nice people. Those are the people that get promoted in businesses. Those are the people that uh, people look up to. And one of the things that's sad is there's a little part of human nature that says power corrupts. And when these people get into these positions of power, regardless of how wonderful they were on the way up, they start doing things that not just are not be, that they would never have done before, like chasing interns around the office and you know, falsifying financial reports and those kinds of things. Mm. And these are the things that bring them down. And so the advice is being nice got you there. If you continue to be nice, you're going to stay there. But what these people do is they forget that. Uh, they start getting preoccupied with their own sense of uh, power and they basically came come tumbling down. It's just right. you can see it all the time. Yeah. That's what happened to yeah. Enron, for example. I know. Um, yeah, it's like the power it goes to their head or something, and they get blind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Speak to this one in your book. Money can't buy happiness or friendship. However, Ross, it does make life easier. Yeah, you know, a lot of people have said that it gives you lots of stuff to buy while you're being miserable. But in the same token. Um, I'm thinking the example of, of Johnny Carson. Here's yeah. a person that nobody liked uh, because he really? was not a nice person. He came, he, came, he came across on TV as a very nice person. Yes. But the book I read about him was written by his personal attorney for 18 years, and he said he was not nice. He cheated at tennis. He went through four marriages. And in the end, he died alone in Cedar sinai Hospital really? uh, worth $450 million. The wow. same thing happened to Ty Cobb. If you remember from the movie uh, Field of Dreams, they said, how come Ty Cobb's not here, out here with you? And they said, well, we didn't like him when he was alive. We sure not, certainly aren't going to hang out with him while he's dead. And, mm-hmm. um, and here's another guy all by himself. And he did say one thing before he died to someone. He said, you know, if I had it do all, all over again, I'd have more friends. But he mm-hmm. died uh, alone in a hotel room worth $90 million. And he was mm-hmm. just not happy. Now, if you're mm. kind to people, guess what? 
you pick up lots of friends, and people absolutely love you, uh, and you have a good, happy life. But people don't seem to see that. And it's the thing, you know, I, I come across people all the time. They want to be happier. They want to have more meaning in their life. They want to experience more joy. And they think they've got to do the, the, something that's really miraculous to make this happen. And they don't understand the solution is right in front of their nose. All they have to do is be nice and be kind. And all these good things start to happen to you. You pick up lots of friends and you feel really good about yourself. Yeah, so so it's so simple, but nobody believes you. I know. Well, here's one that I love because I talk about this a lot. I talk about positive aging. So talk about this one. Growing as we age keeps us interesting. I can attest to that, by the way, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, if, if, you don't, if you don't grow as you age, um, you, you become very boring to talk to because you talked about the, the same things you talked about the last time you interacted with a particular person. And people that, that, that grow as they age, they always are they're picking up new experiences, uh, things that they hadn't done before. So they have lots of new and fresh things to talk about. And uh, pe- people like hanging out with people that have open minds and new things to talk about. Mm-hmm. But you have to do things in order to make that happen. That's true. Uh, you can't but now here's another one. Here's another one that you have. How a 98-year-old man created meaning for his life. Tell us about that one. Yeah. Yeah, this, this guy saw this on, um, on, uh, at the end of a newscast one night uh, on, um, I can't remember, ABC News or NBC. Anyway, yeah, he had been married for 72 years. He wow. retired when he was 92. And he, he, he wanted to keep on going. He was one of those persons that was feeling really down. And he says, you know, there's not a whole lot I can do anymore at this stage of my life. But he says, I can bake pies and I can bake cakes. And the first year he baked, I think it was about 150 cakes and pies, and he didn't sell them. He gave them away to people that he thought needed them, people that were uh, volunteers at hospices and people who were attending funerals and people who just couldn't afford a good meal. And uh, he says baking and giving these cakes away made him feel just wonderful because it put smiles on people's faces. And the, at the time I saw the, the, the program, he was 98 years old, and he met at the end, he says, if it weren't for this, he says, I probably wouldn't be alive. So he was giving mm. up himself in the only way he really knew how to other people, and it well, made him happy. And, it, and that's an it? example of this next one that you write about. Example, you say there are things you can do to make yourself happier. Now, this man did that by baking the pies. What else can you tell us? Oh, uh, there are things uh, you can do to make yourself happier. Yeah. Um, they're, they're just, well, the first thing that's the top of the list, you've got to do things for other people. I remember coming across um, uh, a saying by a, a psychologist in 1950. He says, before you can be happy yourself, you must first make one other person happy. In other words, happiness isn't within us. We have to reach out to other people and touch them in positive ways. And then you can also look at the world around you. It's, it's a beautiful place, but most people don't take the time to notice it. They only think about the fact they might be late to the next appointment and, 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 um, or they might have some other kind of thing on their mind. So they miss the whole beauty of what they're walking through or driving through. And also making friends. People forget about that. Uh, when you have lots of friends and you don't have to buy friends, all you have to do is be kind and you're going to pick up friends like you wouldn't believe. That's that makes true. 
life a lot more fun and worth living. But if you try to go through it by yourself, you're going to wind up like Johnny Carson and Ty Cobb, alone uh, when you die. And that's just not a good thing. I remember my mother practiced this kind of thing. And that's kind of where I picked it up because I identified with her a great deal. She was always kind to everybody, people she didn't even know. And I remember when she died, we, she belonged to a very large church, and it was packed at her funeral. Mm-hmm. And no, she probably didn't know the difference, but that's a testament to the fact that she uh, did the right things, and she ended her life as a very happy, satisfied mm-hmm. person. This is your mother. experienced a lot of joy. This is your mother. Yes. Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, you had a good role model, right, Ross? Yes, you had I, a great I did, role model. And I was glad I paid attention to that because it makes yeah. life so much easier when you yeah. don't get hung up on materialism or keeping up with the neighbors or keeping up with your friends and you just be yourself, let yourself be kind to other people and all this stuff like happiness, joy, uh, meaning, meaning, uh, purpose in life all take care of themselves. And it's really a, a good thing. It's such an easy it thing, is. but it's a hard it sell and I don't know why. Yeah. All right. Tell people we're going to come. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and talk more about all your your wonderful um, your nuggets, which is called thriving. Ross's inspirational nuggets for getting the most out of life. How can people get your wonderful book, Thriving? It's on uh, Amazon.com. Just go to Amazon and, and um, look either under Ross Rec or under Thriving, and it'll come up right away. It's only two dollars and ninety nine cents. Wonderful. All right. So everyone, go to RossRec.com. His newest book is Thriving Inspirational Nuggets for Getting the Most Out of Life. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com. America's Voice will be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Do you understand your feline friends as well as you'd like? Why do they behave the way they do? If behavior issues get out of hand, how do you fix things? Get the answers and more when you listen to Cat Talk Radio with host Molly DeVos. We'll give you the straight facts, offer some tried and tested ideas, and alert you as to what's being done in this country and worldwide to save cats and shelter challenges. Cat Talk Radio on Voice America Variety. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. My guest is Ross Reck, who is a consultant and speaker in the areas of employee engagement, negotiation, sales, and author of many books, including his latest one, Thriving, Inspirational Nuggets for Getting the Most Out of Life. And they're just, they're really terrific. Welcome back, Ross. Thank you so much. So glad to be here. Oh, good. All right. Let's talk about some of these others. Now, this is a, this book is about 50 pages, and on every one is an inspirational thought for the day. So you could just, every day, you know, or once a week, mm-hmm. or every day you could, you could read one. So let's, um, let's do this one. The Secret to Becoming a Day Brightener. Okay, Ross, what's the secret? Well, the secret to becoming a day brightener is, um, oh, I'm trying to put this up. I'm sure you have many. uh, You just have to remember to be kind. Uh, It doesn't cost you a dime. You know, when you walk through a checkout um, counter at a grocery store, there's nothing, no law against being kind and striking up a conversation with a checker. Uh, You run into someone on the sidewalk. There's there's no rule against having a conversation with them, even if you don't know them. And when you when when this this happens, you're brightening their day, and they on reverse actually brighten yours as well. And uh, it's, I just get a lot of pleasure out of it whenever I meet somebody I haven't met before, going up and saying hi, introducing myself, and just talking about whatever they want to talk about. And uh, when they walk away, their shoulders are not hunched anymore, and you feel really good for having done that. I remember so that I. I remember that I celebrated my birthday with two other people. One of them is my neighbor who has the same birthday. But we went in on a different day, like maybe two weeks later. And the mm-hmm. wait person, the woman who waited on us, knew that it was like three of us were celebrating. And at the end, she took off all the appetizers for all of us. She says, well, it's, as far as I'm concerned, it's all your birthdays. And, and it was amazing. It was like quite a bit off. And she smiled mm-hmm. and she said, don't worry about it. I'd love to do it. It was that just really... Made our day. She was just wonderful. Yeah. Well, you know, I had the same situation where we were at a place, a restaurant, where a mother and her daughter came in. And when they brought the dessert, it was obviously her daughter's, her daughter's birthday. And she was probably about six or seven or eight. And I, we had a crowd of people at our table. So I walked over and I said, would you mind or would you like it if we sang happy birthday to you? Aww. And she shook her head yes after she looked at her mom. And when we started singing happy birthday, three other tables joined in. Yeah, and the, that's the mother was crying, and the little girl was just as happy as a clam. Aww. See, it Aww. doesn't cost a dime to do that, but it makes you feel I so know. good. I know. I know. We need to do that more. So here's mm-hmm. another one in your book, Nine Lessons for Living a Longer Life. Can you give us a few? Oh, let's see if I can remember what they are. Um I can actually look them up for you if you'd like. I'm going to look the, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to look them up and so we can share with there because I want to hear all these I want to hear these great okay. lessons. Well, all right, here we go. Here we go. Um here we go. All right, I'm going to yeah, well, read them and you all, can comment on them. Ready? Yeah, have all a right. purpose is one of all them. All right. 
Move naturally. Don't do marathons or pump iron. Work around the house, garden, walk, cycle, and walk when talking on the phone. Yes, yeah, this I agree. author says you don't have to go to the gym in order to, to get enough physical activity to, to, to lengthen your life. You just have to do it with a purpose. Move naturally. Um, when you want to talk on the phone, go out for a walk, for example, uh, as opposed to sitting in a chair and talking on your phone. You need to have a purpose. You need to lighten up. Um, yeah, kick back. Eat less and eat less eat meat. Eat less um, and uh, um, you know, stop eating before you're full. I have a friend that always eats until they're full and they wonder why they feel miserable. Yeah. And uh, they said belong to some sort of religious institution. It doesn't matter what kind, just so you have yeah. a place to go where people have common values that you can feel comfortable around. Don't drink too much, but he didn't say don't yeah. drink. And um, right. um, have Power a lot of love, love in your life. Power of love. Put first. families first. Excuse me? Put family. You have power of love. Put families first. Family first and, and, uh, and other people before yourself. And um, make sure you and, have a nice social network. Yep. Be, the biggest thing we have for people going through life is, um, is the loneliness factor. In fact, I saw something with elderly people. Yes, that yes. Being alone, uh, being lonely, excuse me, is the equivalent to smoking 15 cigarettes a day. That's the impact mm-hmm. it has on your health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's pretty, yeah. pretty profound when you think about it. Mm. I love this one. This one's interesting. It's a quote you have. Going courage is going from failure to failure without losing enthusiasm. Boy, that's a hard one. Yeah, that is a hard one. But uh, like Thomas Edison said after he developed a commercially successful light bulb, Right before he developed it, he had, he had over 3,000 failed experiments. And he said, and people said, didn't you get discouraged? He said, no, I know 3,000 ways it won't work. Mm-hmm. But you've got to keep going because that next one is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a Winston Churchill uh, phrase, courage is going from failure yeah. to failure without losing enthusiasm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's so true. And, and Edison is a perfect example. Yeah, he became a very wealthy person. But it, it, it was part because he was bright, but the other part was he refused to give up until he solved the problem. Yeah. yeah. Like Einstein well, says, I'm not that bright. I just stay with problems longer than most people. Yeah. Well, I think that's true for people who are successful, if you really think about mm-hmm. that. We don't look at all the failures that people who are successful had. We don't see that. Mm-hmm. You know, we see them in the screen and in the bright lights, but we don't know what they went through because that's that's what makes it, I think, is... Getting mm-hmm. through those Most failures. people have the courage to hang in there. Right. So let me read you this one. I, and I love this one, so sh- explain this one. A lesson on how to take advantage of opportunities from a pair of cats. Oh, yeah. You know, my wife and I, a, a number of years ago, we had two cats in the neighborhood that were on the lamb. And then, in other words, they had no home. And we felt so sorry for them because even in Arizona, it gets a little cool in the wintertime. And so we, they were really, they were wild. And so we lured them in the house with food because they were very hungry. And after about six months, they finally let us pick them up and hold them and that kind of thing. But the one thing I, I noticed is even later, years later, whenever I'd open up a door to let them in or out of the house, they didn't stand there and look at it. They dashed through that door. Because they must have learned when they were on the lamb that windows of opportunity don't stay open very long. And if you wait too long, you're just out of luck. 
And I think that that same thing applies to us. Window of opportunity opens up and we have to overthink it. And then all of a sudden, by the time we're ready to go through it, it's closed. And, um, but those cats, now, the two cats we have right now were uh, rescue cats. The mother didn't raise them. And we open the door for them to go in or out, and they stand there and look at the opening. And you have mm-hmm. to kind of, like, push them out. And uh, it's interesting how the, how the ones that were on the lamb learned that lesson very quickly. To take advantage of the opportunity when they got it is what you're saying. Yeah, because it's not going to stay there long. I'm sure they were shut in somebody's garage for a few days or something like that. And that's how um, they figured that one out. Play is important for our success. Yeah, play is something you do just to play for no, no apparent reason, what's, whatever. You just go out there and enjoy it. And a good example is throwing a Frisbee. I mean, there is no score associated with it. You just throw it back and forth between you and the other person, or if there are three persons, and you have a wonderful time doing it. Um, me, the play, kind of play I like is I like to fish. I don't get to do it very often, but when I'm out there on a lake or in the stream, the only thing I focus on is the end of my rod. I, all, everything else just goes away. I don't even hear the planes going overhead. But what that does is it removes a lot of stress from your life. If you have some way that you can get out there and just enjoy it for the sheer joy of doing it, not to score points or anything like that, just to enjoy doing it. That uh, makes life a lot more fun. So what would you and say I, is your message? I mean, you have many messages, but what's the bottom line? What is it you want people to take from your book, Thriving? Uh, that, that, as I said before, people want more happiness. More, they want to experience more joy. They want more meaning, and they want peace in their lives. And the solution to that is right at the end of your nose. All you have to do is be kind. I think it was uh, one of the early philosophers in America said there are three things that are important when it comes to life. The first is to be kind. The second is to be kind. And the third is to be kind. And if mm-hmm. we can remember to be kind, uh, mm-hmm. all the rest of this stuff takes care of itself. And what I have are examples to drive this home, chapter after chapter after chapter. You do the simple things that you, don't, you forget to do. And if you do these things on a consistent basis, your life is going to be so much better. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Russ. It was such a pleasure to have you on the show. How can people get your book? Okay, then go to my website, rossreck.com, R-O-S-S-R-E-C-K.com. And when the first page comes up, there'll be a picture of the book. You click on the book, it'll take you over to Amazon, and the rest is up to Amazon. Real, real, real easy. And you said it's an e-book, and it's two ninety nine. It's an e-book, and it's two ninety nine, and it's the kind of thing... People have told me that they, the feedback I've gotten has been phenomenal. They absolutely love it. They like the idea they can read it over and over. And in addition to the little stories that are about 250 words long, there's also an inspirational quote and a personal action plan to uh, help you move in the direction that you want to go. It's and you can read the whole book from cover to cover in a half hour, or you can take it one chapter at a time. Yep. Each day. And I love it's the pictures. A... Love the pictures. Yep. They're adorable. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on the program, Ross Rack, author oh, of Thriving. Oh, Patricia, thank you for asking me. Thank you. Inspirational nuggets for getting the most out of life and read this book. Stay on the line for a second, Ross. That wraps up this half sure. hour, folks. Stay tuned. We'll be right back on with another guest right here on Patricia Raskin, Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com. Stay tuned. Thank 
you for tuning in to this week's edition of The Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week. We'll be right back. 